You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The Blazers have played two preseason games they are 0-2, Shaden Sharp is a bust, and Anthony Simons must go. Of course, I'm joking. Nothing like overreacting to two preseason games. But anyway, I am Aaron Fentress. I cover the Blazers for the Oregonian and Oregon Live. This is the Blazer Focus Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Craig Bernbach, of course. And we are brought to you by ZoomCare, which I will be going to later today to get a flu shot, by the way. How convenient oh, is that? Oh, well done. The, I, my wife went on the schedule and found all these open, gave me the time at 325 so I can go get my booster, or excuse me, my, my flu shot, and then drive to my son's game, and then to the Blazers game tonight against a team from Israel. But before we get to all of that, we are going to talk a lot of today about a lot of different things. But uh, did you have something you want to call me out on there, Craig, or was it? Yeah, I got to call you out. You got to call me out? Because, well, already? Yeah, because Fentress, it, it gets pathetic. Sometimes Me? with the Anthony Simons thing. He, I'm just going to read an Aaron Fentress uh, tweet for the people who maybe missed it. <sighs> um, and and, and just, just let people, you know, kind of digest how, how ridiculously in love you are with Anthony Simons. What are you trying to Anthony say? Anthony Simons is – this is what you said. Anthony Simons isn't shooting well so far this preseason. Six of 25. But in 53 minutes, he's committed just one of the team's 33 turnovers. Come on now. Let, yes. Come on. That's, he's, he's, not, he's, been, he's been really bad in the preseason. He has only one turnover. He's got three assists. That's not a great ratio. That's not awesome. That's, that's basically saying he doesn't have any turnovers because he's not passing the ball. He's supposed to be a lead guard half the time he's out there, Fentress. Three assists in two games. If you started at center, he's that not one a lead game, guard. Damon. You might have gotten one. Okay. First of all, first of all, I've been told that I missed my calling and should have gotten into politics or politics PR because I can spin, baby, like a 1970s yeah. DJ. But <laughs> the bottom line is, I wasn't. I was just pointing out that he wasn't shooting well, but. <laughs> At least he wasn't turning over the ball. And two guards to turn over the ball a lot. And he's not the lead guard. Dame is. He's playing mostly two, some point. But the fact is he only has one turnover. That's good. We all know he can shoot. But the fact that he's taking care of the ball is a good sign of something. We all know he can kick and shoot. If you never pass and all you do is shoot, wow. you can't turn over the ball. Okay. You can't turn over the ball. Right. He never three passed. assists. He never I love Anthony Simons up Jip. You know, let but me hey, I want to say wait, what that's I a three to one ratio. Before. That's a three to one ratio though. So that's good. Yes, kind of. Yes, I guess I guess I guess if you want to go that route. That's Hall of Fame. You want baby. to go that that's route. That's Hall of Fame. Go check Magic's numbers. That's Hall of Fame. 
Uh, I want to just, uh, I just want to reiterate what I always say to Fentress. I am never coming after Simons. I am always coming after Fentress. Never the player, just the man, Fentress. I will take the That's bullets. That's what I'm going to say. I will take the All bullets. Right, from but my let's boy. move on to the. Uh, All right. Let's move on to the actual games that we saw. You saw both. I saw one, and uh, you know watched. Uh, you know the other one on uh, ESPN's Game Tracker. <laughs> so not, not not as good. And uh, you know read your stuff and listened to some stuff. But uh, um, th- there's one there's one positive thing. Lead with that. Well, yeah, uh, Damian Willard's off to a really strong start, and not that I guess many people believed he wouldn't, because I think most people bought into the fact that he was hurt last year. Uh, but he's you know, he started out one for six in the first game and made four of his last seven in this last game. I, I can't remember what he was, six for 11, six for 10, something like that, for 21 points. Um, and so, so far, you're seeing signs of MVP candidate caliber Lillard. And to me, that's the best sign of all. He's three for six on threes the other day, six for 10, yeah, for 21 points. Um, so, you know, hey, to me, that's the number one thing with this team if Dame is back to being an MVP candidate caliber player, I think everything else is going to fall apart because every team has to be like, oh, no, we have to worry about this dude. And that opens up the world for Anthony, for Grant, for whoever starts at small forward, for Nurkic. So very encouraging signs and no doubt. All I know is he looked good, right? He looked healthy. He looked fast. Uh, his shot had more, you know, he had more rise on his shot. Um, I, I also... I would say he shot great, you know, game two, 24 minutes, six for 10, three for six. Right. Uh, of course, he made all his free throws. Um, he had five boards, six assists, which is a lot more than the one that Simons had. Uh, yeah, I mean, excellent. The only thing, you know, we don't care about plus minus that much, but that would have been a negative that people would have brought out in a regular season game. But he, who cares? I None of the stats stat. matter. All, I hate that stat. All that matters, all that matters is that he looked healthy and you could tell the difference. And yes, here's what they won't do. They won't stink as a team if Damian <laughs> Lillard is healthy. That's it. Bottom line, they stunk without him. They won't stink with him. He'll, they'll be a competitive team with this roster. Uh, whatever four parts you put around Damian Lillard, um, he will, you know, as long as they're not complete garbage, which they won't be, Mm-mm. this team will be competitive uh, throughout the season compared to last year. So that was the number one thing on our all our list. What matters during preseason? Number one, does Damian Lillard look healthy? Yes, he does. Win, win, win. You know, winner, winner, chicken dinner, as my son would say. <laughs> you know, that's it. That's it. That's all. That's the number one thing people should be talking about when it comes to the Blazers and these first two games. But, of course, this podcast isn't going to be eight minutes. So now we got to talk about the other stuff. And it is, it is not – you know, that the other stuff's not as joyful. Um, and we'll start with the number two thing that we were excited about where I said, I wanted, I wanted, uh, uh, you know, I wanted Shady Sharp to come in and, and look like he was taking over the world and needed to start. And uh, he looked like a guy that had not played basketball at this level ever in his life. And, uh, you know, he wasn't, he's not been good. He's not been good. Uh, but, this is where you do have to do that thing that I have none of, and that's patience and hope that game three will be better and game four and whatever. And that uh, in practice, he'll be improving because what we saw was a very athletic 19 uh, year old who has no clue where to be on either side of the court yet. <laughs> is that fair? 
Uh, yeah, Chauncey said that he looks like a rookie. You know, he's, his head's spinning at times, and he looks lost. And I, I talked to him in the locker room after the first game, and he's he's like, you know, I, I was out on the court. I was in an NBA game. I saw Kawhi Leonard. I saw Paul George and John Wall. I grew right. up, you know, watching these guys on TV. And he stopped short from saying he was completely, like, starstruck, but he said he was definitely awestruck at just 18,000 people. And, like, it was like, whoa, Paul George is guarding me. Like, what the heck just happened? You know, a year ago I was playing in the – whatever that Nike league is or AAU ball. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he went through some of that. In the second game, a little bit better. Uh, the one, he's, So seven points through two games, two of 11 shooting, 0 for 4 on threes, two rebounds, two assists, two blocks. One was spectacular, the one uh, against the Clippers, and, and one turnover in 31 minutes, but only one turnover going back to, to Ant. Uh, but I, I think <laughs> – Of course it is. But, but here's, here's the thing I'm going to give him a break on. One, when he's been in, they haven't, like, been – running plays for him necessarily. They're just running their offense. And he hasn't been a ball hog. Like, he's not giving me the ball and trying to go yeah. one on three and do something spectacular. He's just been almost playing like he's supposed to be a role player, uh, which might be shocking for some because, like, he's a seventh pick. I want to see flashes of Kobe. I want to see flashes of LeBron. I want to see flashes of these guys who were top ten picks coming out of, you know, one year, one and done kind of guys. Uh, but I think, you know, we're, we're recording this on a Thursday. Tonight they're going to play the, the team from Israel. I think he's going to start. I think he's going to play probably 25, 30 minutes. Uh, and I think he's probably going to make some spectacular plays tonight. But the bottom line is I think it's obvious he needs time. Like people just have to just not have expectations. Uh, he, he didn't get in the first game until eight minutes to go or eight something to go in the second quarter. Keon Johnson was the first man off the bench. So right now Keon Johnson is ahead of Sharp on top of Peyton Hart. Anthony and Nasir Little, Little and Justice Winslow is a combination of the two and the three yep. positions. So with, with Keon beating him out so far, that makes him the fifth guard and the fifth small forward. Um, so just be patient with him. Let him, you know, grow at his own pace. And uh, we'll see what he's like, you know, by the second half of the season. And, of course, maybe more importantly, what he's like when he's 21, when he's able to buy alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. No, I, I have no patience. I disagree with everything you've said based on my lack of patience. Uh, but of course, it's the truth. It's right. the truth. And it just, you, you just want guys, you pick them in the top 10. You hear the talk about this is the guy that could be a franchise player that might have dropped out of the top five. And you needed to, uh, you know, just needed to happen. You right. know, I mean, you as a Blazers fan, you want this franchise to be championship contender right now. The only way that happens in my mind is if uh, Simons ends up being Michael Jordan, uh, which of course he will be based on Aaron Ventress's uh, predictions Way uh, better than Michael or, Jordan. or sharp <laughs> ends up being an all-star faster than we think. So, right. uh, but I agree. And he missed all, I mean, he missed summer league too, you know, yeah, just, that's, he yeah, just that's hasn't gotten thing. to play. I mean, he has, and sometimes this stuff, the speed of the game, like tonight will be different. They're playing Maccabee. It'll be different because, you know, it's a, a top Israeli team. They're fine professionals, but they're not NBA players, you know? So it will be a little bit interesting to see how he performs against them. And it'll mean absolutely nothing um, at all <laughs> other than we'll hopefully get to see, some of his athleticism and maybe he can calm down. Yeah. Maybe he can just, you know, chill a little bit, but uh, uh, yeah, early on it, it's the only thing disappointing is there are some players, the moment they touched the court, they were electric, but very few of them are 19. You know, the LeBrons of the world uh, doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen that way. He he was younger. Obviously Kobe was younger, uh, but it's hard to go without playing basketball competitively at all for 
for two years and then step on an NBA court and be like, oh, crap, Paul George is guarding me. He's good. He's good at basketball. Right. Like, I, my first step didn't get by him. He knew I was going to go that way. And and then also, where where do you fall? When do I pass? When do I shoot? When do I dribble? Um, but every all signs are his teammates are uh, just have tons of praise for not just his play, but how he's handling himself, mm-hmm. which uh, that's huge, right? He's not cocky. He's not coming in and um, trying to – to act like he should play 40 minutes a game. So many things from what I read and, and what you've told me, uh, mirror Simons. Right. When, when he, when he came on as a young kid and we didn't see him at, we didn't see it. We saw less of him than we're going to see of sharp right now, but everyone was saying all the right things. And now here he is. He's not getting his opportunity until he's 23 to be a full time, you know, NBA, you know, starter uh, with opportunity. So uh, I'll try to be patient. One of the things I noticed at training camp and, and even the day, the day of the first game was that while people were praising his ability, they were stopping short of saying he was going to have a great impact. But I did ask Dame, sorry, speaking of that, I asked Dame before the first game what if he was excited about seeing Sharp. And the answer he gave me was kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm more worried about his development or concerned about that than about what he's going to see because we've seen him in practice. And that told me that, like, okay, he's being a little reserved, like maybe thinking, okay, let's not – you know, overshoot ourselves with this kid right away. But then I asked him who would win in a game of one-on-one, Shaden Sharp now or him at 19, and here's what he had to say. Who wins in one-on-one, you at 19 or Shaden? Me at 19 versus Shaden. Shaden. He would have had a hard time because we probably would have got into a fight. When I was 19, <laughs> when I was 19, I was a different individual. I was, you know, just different, so. Okay. He's he's way more talented than, than I was, um, and bigger, and you know probably stronger. But you know that fight when I was 19, I was willing to I was willing to do whatever about it. So um, ain't no telling. So I thought I thought first of all that was hilarious. One that he, Dame's revealing that 19 year old Dame, if he's losing in one on one, he's gonna get physical. There might be a fight. But on one hand, you say okay, he's saying that this guy was way ahead of him at the same age, which I'm not shocked by because Dame going to Weber State was. Was he recruited by a major school? He was smaller, like he mentioned. Sharp's way bigger, six six compared to six one or whatever little it was at the time. Ways way stronger, probably, like he said, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I'm not surprised he, he admitted that. But you know, both stars don't want to admit they can never lose to anybody. So the fact that he's like looking at this kid, going, "Oh yeah, that kid's way ahead of where I was," I think it's pretty telling about the talent level Sharp has. Yeah, a it's funny. B obviously he he better have been he better be a lot better than David Lillard was when he was a sophomore <laughs> in college because no one was talking about David Lillard being a first round draft pick even at that point. Right. Uh, and even you know it took him four years to 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 come into his own and become a lottery pick. So yes, thank goodness. Uh, I will also say this about Dame. You know, I covered him for a very long time. He doesn't badmouth anybody really. <laughs> He definitely doesn't badmouth teammates. So I take everything he – but he but doesn't he wouldn't, go out of his he, way to praise. He wouldn't say someone's going to beat him, though, unless he meant it. No, no, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, no, I'm just okay. saying that's the one thing you can guarantee about Damian Lillard. He was going to find a way to come up with something positive for his teammate. Always has, even when he's had – even when he had guys like – I mean, he found positivity from Myers Leonard for, you know, like eight years. <laughs> You know, like he would not say anything negative. But yes, obviously, we know this guy's got. I wasn't surprised by any of that. He was seventh overall pick for a reason um, at 19 years old. So, um, yeah, we'll just have, you know, like I said, the hell with patience, but sometimes you're forced to, 
You're forced to not – you have to wait because you don't get to coach. Like, they don't let me put them in. Oh, people are funny. I, I, I went on radio with Chad, Dewing, and Dwight last week, and they were just adamant. You got to play the guy. You got to develop the guy. And all I kept saying was, you play him the minutes he earns. If he earns oh, 15, I, I, you play him 15. If he earns 25, not, you play him 25. Like, I don't even think it's even a debate. I, you're I'm not like, a garbage team. Yeah, you're, you're not, not a garbage exactly. team. Exactly. You're, you're a team trying you're to trying to win playoffs. basketball games. 100%. Absolutely. It's not like they don't play at all. Like, obviously, during the NBA season, practice is tough. But look, he gets to play basketball for a living every day with coaches, with other players. So, I, yeah, when I say all this, I'm all, no, I all know what about you're this. Is, I know tongue what you're in cheek. No, I know. Obviously, you don't play him until he's ready. Right. And playing him just to play him when you, when you have a 30, you know, you have a Damian Lillard who's pretty much told you, you know, you better put a team around me that I can see trying to win. Exactly. Or, I, you know, you better do it or else you're going to have to deal with Damian Lillard. He doesn't want to, he want to play with a kid that's not ready. I mean, what, like a lot of minutes just because you think that's best for what happens in five years. Damon Lillard, he's not thinking about five years from now. He's thinking about, you know, next year, this team better be ready. Exactly. And the other other thing too is is people will talk about they don't practice much much during the season. They don't, but they do a ton of developmental things at shoot-arounds and before games. And if you go there early enough, before games, if you can get in, you'll see a coach working with a young player. And it could be, okay, we we need to work on you know, coming around this screen for a three, but then when it's not there, cutting back back door. And maybe they don't run, they don't execute well. So they're working on that. So then when they call the play for them, they become better at it. So those things are in the course of season lead to development as well. So just give this guy time. All right, moving on to a guy who doesn't need any more time. And a guy I'm extremely high on. Better not. Been high, high on for a while. And so far through two games, Jeremy Grant has been the real deal. 50 minutes. 27 points, 9 of 18 shooting, 5 of 7 on threes, 8 rebounds, 4 block shots. He did have 5 turnovers Monday nights. Uh, and I guess according to Dame, when well, I guess, Dame said he, he kept apologizing. Man, this isn't like me. This isn't like me. And Dame was thinking to himself, dude, I don't care about your turnovers. I'm just glad you are here. Uh, you just changed our, the dynamic of our team because of your athleticism, athleticism and your overall skill set. What have you thought of Grant so far? Yeah. I mean, not much, you know, surprise, right? This is what he does. So I would have been surprised if I, I didn't get to see the turnovers, but the, you know, the, the, their, the second game against the Jazz, he looked, he looked like the, next to Dame, he looked like the second best player on the court. You know why? <clears throat> he's probably the second, he's probably the second best player on the court. <clears throat> you know, like, and that, that stops. Simon <laughs> did not look like the second best player on the court. Okay, okay, didn't. I can see. I can see. I can see. Go ahead. He didn't. He, he didn't look I good. Concede. And, and I can Grant, see. I can see. Yeah, I'm just saying. Grant looked looked the way you want him to be, and yeah, you know, I just love the fact that he just knows what to do. Like he's a he's a true forward. Yeah, you know, he's a real forward that can guard and knows where to be at the right time. Knows when to to go for the block. When to get in front of somebody. Um, knows where to be to get to receive the three, you know, the shot where he can shoot the three. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's why we said they should go get him for two years because right. he's good and he's going to fit in perfectly with Dame and he'll fit in perfectly with your guy. Once, you know, he, once they, this rolls a bit, I mean, look, I, I just, if Grant is not Grant, this team's in a lot of trouble, right? Like, right. but why wouldn't he be? He's not, why wouldn't he be? I mean, this isn't, you're not taking a young guy and trying to make him something he's not. And you're not taking an old guy and trying to make him something he was before. 
he is this. This is it. He's right. a player in his prime that that should start in the NBA and has that falls right below that all star level. Right. That's exactly. who he is. Exactly. Uh, there was a stretch Monday night where he in the first quarter where he hit a three, then he spun inside for a dunk. Then on the other end, he blocked a shot by Norman Powell going to the basket, coming from the weak side over and just swatted it off the backboard, grabbed it, took off down the court, and then from about mid mid court threw a nice dime bounce pass in the seer for a dunk. And it was like everything this this guy could do was just on display in that that few minute stretch. And the other thing, I got I get, the locker rooms were open this season, which is just awesome. Like we can go to the locker rooms now. So I was able to go in the locker room after the game Tuesday. And did some one-on-one time with Grant. And one of the things I talked to him about, something I've been saying for like six months, is that his shooting percentages in Denver, not very good when he was the guy and drawing a lot of attention. But now playing with Dame and Ant, he's just getting in Nurk. He's just getting wide open looks like he got in Denver when he played with Jokic and Murray and like he got uh, with the Thunder when he played with Paul George and Westbrook. And his shooting percentages were so much better in those situations. And right now, there are numerous times when he is absolutely wide open. And for a three or whatever, and he just drains it. He just has a pure three-point shot. I think his three-point percentages are going to go from, I think it's like 35 Detroit. I think he gets back to, up to around 39-40, which is what he was uh, in Denver. And if he's giving you that, which at times Covington did, but if he's giving you that along with the perimeter defense, which he can give you at the power forward or small forward, and his ability to go to the basket and finish something Covington couldn't, watch out. It's going to be pretty spectacular to watch. Here's what I want us both to do. Okay. Stop making any comparisons to Covington. Just just stop. Because if we're making any comparisons, then the, the Blazers did a horrible job. Well, Covington was never going to be more than a role player, do what he does. Grant's a, Grant's a borderline, you know, is just below All-Star. It's a whole different – Well, that's my point. That that, well, but, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, people just know he's way, way better. Yeah. And, he and it's going to change the dynamic of the team. Right. And, and any, you know, comparison <clears throat> to, to Covington is – to me, it's like every time you say that, like he better be better than Covington at everything, because he's well. Three point you know, shooting was differently. three point shooting was a wash, and defensive intelligence a wash. But Grant is such a because as long as I say this is because when the trades were made and people were like, "What are we doing? Why are we doing this? Why do we give away?" Well, because there was other moves in play, and one of the crybaby nonsense was, "I can't believe we only got Keon Johnson and Justice Winslow for Powell and." Covington. And then those two played well for the Clippers. And so my point is just saying there was a bigger plan in place, and this is an example of it and how much better he's going to be. Anyway, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, we don't have to relive that. But uh, <laughs> and we're going to talk about the other, you know, the small forward position, which it changes whether it's small. Like, it's basically we should say what other forward's going to start, right? Because it depends on there's a, there is a, a way that, um, you know, Grant is your small forward, uh, and that's if Justice Winslow starts, and it's over. Justice Winslow is your going to be your starting forward based on what I've seen. It's it's, it's a no brainer. What he he played? What <laughs> I just I'm just saying if you look at the numbers of the production uh, in game two, which is the one I saw, it was yeah. not no doubt the guy was <laughs> the guy was awesome in 19 he minutes. Great, he, you know he made four he made four five four rebounds, four assists, mm. blocked the shot, one turnover. Three fouls, like you even that's you even want that, you know? Like uh, it was a near perfect performance for for Winslow in that in that regard, and uh, everyone else was kind of was kind of Hart, No, Hart was not, really good in the first game. Hart was not terrible. Hart was in his first Hart game. Hart was what? Especially, he has good. Yeah, yeah. Hart does what Hart did. What Hart 
does, right? right. He he got seven rebounds in, in uh, 21 minutes. He he made the one shot, um, did turn it over. But I, I'm just, you know, obviously I'm saying this ton-in-cheek, but Winslow looked great, um, and Nasir looks like he did in the beginning of last year, just trying to – can't find his place, a lot of energy, uh, but not, you know, not producing uh, – uh, you know, one for six shooting, zero for three from three, all the things that uh, he can't do if he wants to be the starting uh, right. small forward for the Blazers, and you just kind of have to write it off and know that the decision won't be made strictly based on the preseason games. And um, but you know, Winslow looked really good in his minutes. Absolutely, and you know, you made you made the point. If Winslow starts, he and Grant are more interchangeable. Where Winslow can play the four, Grant can play some three, which he likes to do. And you know, a lot of it's positionless nonsense anyway. But if we're just going to label people, that's you know, that's something you get out of that if you start. That's Winslow, what we do, right? And then also, you you conceivably have a more versatility coming off the bench in terms of Hart can come in at the one, two, or three. Nasir can come in at the three or the four. You still got Peyton who can play the two and three. Uh, and you know, I still I still think that if Winslow starts, I think Hart and or Nasir play as many minutes. Like if the, just because he starts doesn't mean he's going to finish. It's going to depend on the game, who's got it rolling, the matchups, et cetera, et cetera. They do have versatility there. But I think Winslow, because I came in this, into this thinking Nasir Hart Winslow. I think Winslow has shown that it very easily could be Winslow Hart Nasir. Now to be fair, Hart started the first game. Um, I asked Chauncey, "Is this telling?" He said, "No, I'm going to start all three of them." So Winslow started the second game. I don't, I doubt Hart, excuse me, I doubt Nasir starts Thursday night. I think they save his start for Sacramento on Sunday. Um, and then, you know, then you have three starts from all three and you have their other body of work as well. But yeah, I think it's, it's a wide open competition. But after two games, yeah, I have to go Winslow and Hart are one and two and we'll sort of see, uh, how it, how it pans out. At the end of the day, I just don't, I just don't know if it matters. Like, I think that guy just has to be someone. As I said. Yeah, they're going to, because they're going to mix a match and it's going to, you know, it could change during the season. It just, you know, um, I love players who are smart and, and don't make bad plays. And that's, Winslow's not looking to jack up shots or go one on one and play hero ball. He's looking just to do the dirty work. And that's what they need at that spot. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I thought no chance Winslow was going to start. And now what I saw with that lineup, which, it looked like, you know, when you start Winslow, Grant, Nurkic, Lillard, and Simons, my brain in the beginning was like, oh, I get it. I get it, right? I mean, because then Grant and Winslow, like you said, interchangeably on defense. Winslow's a really good passer. Um, I mean, he had four assists, right? And he turned the ball over yeah. once. He doesn't need – in that group, he'll never have to take a three. You know what I mean? It's just not the way it is because Nurkic wants to step out and take the three <laughs> sometimes. Grant, Lillard, and Simons are threes. You don't yeah. need – it's nice to have all five guys. And it's not like Winslow's arms are – you know, can't go over his head to shoot it. Well, it is not a pretty shot. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> So maybe they can't. But I'm just saying I see it now where I'm, I'm – I get why that might be a productive thing. Knowing that we've seen things in the NBA where, where guys will start and they always play to the four-minute mark and sub out, right? You know, right. it's just the way it is. All that matters, as you said, in the end, who gets the most minutes and who gets the most important minutes. And that doesn't have to be decided on day one. Uh, you do play, you know, over, you know, 80-plus games in this league. And so Winslow's going to start one of them, I guarantee it. If he's, if he's not the one that goes out with an injury uh, for the rest of the season, he's going to start a game at some point. So, right. uh, yeah, he's a professional basketball player. He's an NBA um you know, role player, 
and he gets it. So I, I'm cool with uh, him starting, and I'm starting to uh, maybe it maybe it will relax. You know, what's best for Nasir, the younger the younger of the three, the one that you don't know yet what you can expect. Maybe you find what's best for him. Is he better when he starts than when he comes off the bench? Um, that's the coach's job to decide how to get the best out of his players. And if you're going to th- play three, you know, you figure out the rotation that works and then sometimes you go with the hot hand. So um, I'm not going to over emphasize anything that we see either, because like you said, that's what we've, we're seeing. They're seeing a whole lot more right. um, during practice and, and behind the scenes. So uh, that will be interesting to see. Uh, what we do know is that Anthony Simons will start and um, yes, you know, that that has to that has to be a little better. But honestly, I'm not talking about the shooting. I'm not talking about any of that. What do you think of that? What have you seen with that chemistry to see in two games? You saw more than we do, Damon and Ant. Were there any issues that you saw, uh, or do you see it working just like it did with CJ? Well, one of my um, requirements for this team to contend was. And filling those shoes that CJ left and being able to step up in big moments as CJ did. And also, can he play well alongside Damien? Whereas the, the two months where he went off late last season, Dame wasn't around. He was the guy. Now he has to defer to Dame. He has to play more than two. And he was uh, really trying to plant a lot of the one. Um, so I asked him after the game. Tuesday night. And I was like, so, cause I, I said, you know, you're kind of struggling. He said, yeah, I'm trying to get my rhythm. You know, it's, it's been kind of weird. And I said, so is it a situation where you're going from being the guy and now you have to play with Dame and, and, and adjust going from being the lead guard to the two guard, not just from last season to this season or whatever, but play the play. <laughs> and he said, yeah, it's a, an adjustment. He, and he said all those things like last year I was running the show and doing whatever I want. And now I got to defer a little bit and get used to playing with him. And I'm, I'm just trying to feel out is what he said. He's trying to feel out when to be a playmaker, when to act like a two guard, when to drive, when to shoot, when to kick, when to sort of, sort of find his rhythm within a, a team that's leading, being led by Dame. And then of course you got Grant as well. And so he's, He's sifting through that, and that's what preseason is all about. And that, he said, has led to some of his shooting issues because he's not 100% comfortable when he's taking some of these shots. Uh, but he feels like it's not a big deal. That's why they're playing preseason games. That's why they're practicing, and that it'll come. Yeah, and it better. <laughs> like, that's it. It's that simple. Better. Got they, got they got no plan B, really. You know, like, there's no plan B on this team for if Anthony Simons and Damon Lillard aren't, you know, an outstanding backcourt in the NBA. There's like seven hundred gazillion dollars invested into that backcourt right now, so they better be. I mean, I I see. You know, this seems natural to me. This is what the preseason's about: is seeing, you know, guys get used to stuff, and um, we know he could play play at an elite level, and we'll see if it works. I I I have very little worry about it, just because it's just. Damien's modeled this before, right? With another guy that was very similar in the sense that they were the same position they're playing. Obviously, they're not the same player. Anthony's more athletic, but they both shot a lot of threes. They both needed the ball to score, um, and they figured it out. So as long as he – it's really not on – you know, to me, the truth is it's not on Dame. It's on Ant. 
because, 100%. 100%. you know, that's just the way it is. He's going to have to figure it out. And he will. He will. He's well, too talented. And if not, Ventress will, Ventress will be on him. Ventress won't let him fail. He won't let him fail, baby. This, he'll be, he'll be this like podcast. The, the bottom of the driveway going, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Let's go this, run. This podcast will become like a sad after school special. <laughs> Game isn't good. Uh, no, look. The only thing more, the only thing cornier than worrying about someone's, you know, shooting percentage a couple games into the preseason would be worrying about someone's batting average the first week of spring training. Like it's, we all know he, the kid can shoot. He shot forty percent or better from threes the past two seasons. So the, the two seasons. So the fact that he's struggling is completely meaningless to me. Which is one of the reasons why I point out that he wasn't turning over the ball because we know the shooting is going to come. Like we just know it is. It's not even an issue that that's going to fix itself. And I, right now, I, I will say probably Sunday against Sacramento, he goes six for 11 from the field and three or four from threes, you know, from three-point range. So I'm not worried about that at all. But it is interesting that, you know, he's got to adjust again, you know, and, and that sometimes takes a little time, but I think he'll be fine, of course, because he's the next great player in the history of the NBA. <laughs> anyway, moving on I to finally, your guy. You got a guy now. See, see, yeah, you have a guy. I don't have, yeah. You have a guy. I, you know, I, I had a moment early on where mm. I, re- you know, that Keon Johnson, I loved his energy. Great steal. Took it all the way, right? Got the steal, went coast to coast, laid it up and in. Uh, and I, I tweeted, like, I'm on the Keon Johnson bandwagon am i alone and it kind of went a little nuts you know on twitter like people uh were saying i was surprised by how much um how many other people were on the keon uh bandwagon uh the truth of the matter is i have no he can't shoot you know like right now from what we've seen like he can't shoot and if he can't shoot can he play does he does he have a role we know athletically he's there. There's a reason why he was picked in the first round. There's a reason why the Blazers grabbed him. But I guess my question to you is, do you see any uh, chance of him cracking the lineup? Um, if, you know, everyone else, you know, is can he be a rotation player on this team? Well, first of all, there's a Woj bomb that was tweeted. Well, it's not a bomb. A Woj, a Woj firecracker that came out uh, while we were talking here that the Blazers have picked up the 2000 2000- uh, 23, hold on a second, dang it. The 2023-24 option on your boy, sorry, Keon Johnson from Texas. Oh, there it is, yeah. Picked up the 2023-24 option, yep. yeah. Yeah. Texting someone for confirmation and I texted the wrong thing. Anyway, um, so... That shows that they like the dude, and he was the first guy off the bench Monday night against the Clippers. Yeah, the very first guy, and yeah, look, he was hey. amongst the first couple guys Tuesday night. And I asked Johnson straight up, "What does this mean?" He's like, "Hey, we told y'all he's been playing well. We told you he's been doing a good job." And as of right now, yeah, he's he's in the rotation. And yes, he he can't shoot very well from deep. He does work on it, and I've seen him in practice where he's you know, he can hit five or six in a row, but then he will miss a few. Uh, but he can get to the basket. He's athletic. And the bottom line is for Chauncey, he's got a dog's mentality defense. and he plays defense. Exactly. Exactly. And so they're going to, if he's earned it, they're going to put him out there. The other thing to remember, though, about him being first off the bench and being early in the rotation as a, as a backup two guard is that who's out? Yeah. Gary Payton. Payton. Exactly. 
Yeah, that's why I'm so, asking. Right. So Peyton, Peyton would be that first guy off the bench. So I think yeah, Keon has worked his way into a, into a position where he can get some minutes here and there, but I don't think he's going to be you know, high in the rotation because you've got Simons, Peyton, and Hart who played two guard. And then yep. that puts you Keon and Sharp. That's, you know, there's only so many minutes to go around. So, but, well, but. Especially when your two lead guards play, you know, close to 40 minutes a night. Right. But what, what this says, though, is that people could go back and delete their tweets when they acted like getting Keon in that trade was meaningless. When people are like, we need a first round pick. Well, you got a kid who was taken in the first yeah, round. I got a first 21st. Round. Yes. I right. Mean, yeah. And, and, and the Clippers pick would have been worse than that pick. Anyway, yeah, we could trade that pick later. Yeah, we already been through line, that. He is yeah. a first-round draft pick. Right, and he's got some first-round He can't abilities. buy alcohol either. He right. can't buy alcohol exactly. either, right? Give him some time. <laughs> so, But but let's just say that, let's say that at the very worst, he ends up being a little bit bigger, more athletic version of Peyton. That's not a bad thing to have as a guy who can occasionally hit the three, but is going to go out there and play uh, some high-end defense. So good for good for him for earning that. Uh, that that and I, I'll stay contract. on the bandwagon. I'm not trying to jump off. I'm just saying I'm not. A, I, I wasn't like I wasn't putting my entire reputation on it like you were. Oh wow! I'm not doing that yet. <laughs> wow. No, no. But that you know, I think that I liked what I saw from him energy wise, and I, you know, I'd like to see, I'd like to see him, you know, shoot a little bit. But even if you just play defense. The way he showed in the preseason, if he could do that on a consistent basis, um, that you could stay in the NBA for a long time as a role player if you do that. All right, we haven't done this for a while. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're bringing back the regular stuff. We're going to go back to back with uh, some action. We're going to go with Factor Fentress. And then we got uh, Mr. Thien's going to jump in with a no-look pass. But let's start it off. Factor Fentress. This is when Aaron Fentress set, you know, takes something out of that, that disturbed mind of his. Wow, disturbed. shares it with us. And we, I have to decide, is this a true statement? Or is this just Fentress being Fentress? <laughs> so it is time. I wish we had a little theme song. It we is time one, for huh? Factor yeah, it's uh, hey, we we've got we got a sponsor, we got a new logo coming that's fire. That's we're piped about. So why not get some uh let some intro music, but it is time for Factor Fentress. What do you have for us, sir? All right. Well, I've been a big proponent of the Blazers getting Jeremy Grant because I didn't think they were going to get a Paul George or a Kawhi, so you go next year down to Jeremy Grant. Clearly he looks like a great fit. He's only 28. He's entering his prime. I look at his body of experience. I look at his talent. They're going to assign him to an extension uh, probably whenever they get around to figuring it out. There's no way they're going to let him walk, obviously. But my fact is that Jeremy Grant will make an all-star team during his time in Portland. You don't even know what to do with that, do you? You're like, oh, my God. No, because I, I I think he's a borderline guy, right? Like that's why I've said that he's he's a guy that ha, has the potential, but he's a guy that's been in the league for eight years and has not done it, and it is very rare. I mean, Mike, you know, Conley took a decade, you know, over a decade to be an all star, uh, but most guys don't. They don't. They're not all stars in their for the first time in their ninth year in the league. He is only twenty eight. So it's not like he he is in his prime, 
It's just entering it. Uh, I yeah, except for in the NBA now, the prime is like twenty three to to thirty one, right? Well, like but you're just, athletically uh, yeah. you can be, but you're you're yeah, your no, intellect no. your intellect's not there. Like John Morant's phenomenal, but John Morant with right, fifteen more even pounds and being smarter, hurt. yeah, he's gonna yeah. Yeah, but John Morant's an all star already, right? <laughs> and Jeremy right. Grant wasn't, right? And even Damian Lillard was an all star by his his eighth year. Yeah, what's your um, point? So I'm gonna say I'm gonna give you credit for the fact that this isn't insane. I'm gonna say <laughs> fiction. I'm gonna say fiction just because, honestly, I'm gonna go with some of what you said. <clears throat> if Anthony Simons is an all star and Damian Lillard is an all star. Man, Jeremy Grant's going to have to be fantastic at some point in his career. So unless he does it this year where Anthony's still figuring it out, I don't if things go the way you want them to go, I don't see it. I don't see the Blazers with three All-Stars. It just I just don't see it with this with this roster. So I'm going to say well, fiction based on the fact that fine. I believe that Anthony Simons has a better chance of being an All-Star in the next 5 years or so. Okay. Uh I think that's yeah, fair. Yeah, I Yeah, I mean it's fair. So I went I mean, back. Basically, if you want all things to be true, if you want all things to be true, you're giving the Blazers three all-stars at some, some point on this current roster. In the roster. next three years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. I, right. And that, yeah. that's never happened. Never? <laughs> that's never happened. In, Clyde, I don't know about Clyde ever, Porter but it hasn't happened Buck, in the last no. decade. No, it hasn't happened in a while. What's that? We're in Clyde Porter and Buck all-stars. I together? said in the. Uh, I yeah, don't know the, if they yeah, ever wanted to say. I interrupted that. you before you said decade. Okay, so here, so here's here's some examples of what I'm talking about. Uh, Chris Middleton, first time he became an All Star, the year he turned 27. He only averaged 18, six and five. It's not like he put up huge numbers. He was an All Star. Fred Van Vliet, East. the year he turned 27. East. Well, I, I, I'm aware. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying it's easier. Can I finish? My point is they became All Stars later in their career. Fred Van Vliet. Okay. All Star. The year he turned 27 to 28. Uh, again, not crazy numbers. Um, now, as far as the East goes, I don't feel like there's a ton of forwards in the East. Because if you look at the forwards who've been coming out of the East, like I'm looking at the All-Star game, All-Star rosters last year right now, in the East, Wiggins, I see Wiggins and like – and no, Murray is not. It's, Wiggins and Draymond Green were the only two West forwards in the All Star game. Is that right? Because they've gotten rid of the whole well, East West thing. Where, yeah, it gets complicated. But Kevin, Dur- yeah. you know, Durant. Yes, no, Durant hasn't been in the East for two years. I so mean, yeah, so right. Yeah, so there were I mean, two, only two forwards. So they, forward. Now, obviously, that means that not. But they're not you know, doing positions, not, right? Exactly. But I'm just saying that if he shines on a good team and puts up 19. Six and shoots well and plays high end defense is all NBA. He's gonna and they're winning. He's gonna get a look. I think he's gonna get a look. I don't. I, don't, I just don't see a glut of forwards around the NBA. Hey. They're gonna totally keep him out. And Wiggins is someone late in his career. You know, he's been in the league how many years now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. His seven, eighth year in the league, All Star. Seventeen points, four rebounds, three assists, two assists a game. He made the All Star team. So I, I just feel like Grant. All of, if you look at the body of his experiences. And then you look at where he is now and what he already looks like and how he's going to be fit on this team, how they're going to use him. I, he's going to get a four-year extension. He's got that gives him five years. In five years, he's only going to be thirty-three. Like I think in that window, he is going to be an all-star. 
I don't think it's far-fetched. I just told you why I think it, it's not going to happen. But I will not be shocked if somehow it does happen because there are strange things that happen with the All-Star games. Like you named a couple guys that, you know, one of them plays on the, on the Warriors now, which is like you're guaranteed to make the All-Star team if you start on that team, it seems. You know what I mean? If you want to look at numbers, Draymond's numbers are never All-Star numbers, right? right. Like if you just straight up list numbers. And but his Wiggins defense. Weren't either. His defense. And that's right. No, of course. Right. Yeah course and Wiggins so. too Wiggins is a heck of a defensive player and he yep. plays on the Warriors yep. look I think that if Jeremy Grant was the starting forward on the Warriors I would say he makes all-star game because they're allowed to have four all-stars right <laughs> I'm just saying it's hard it's just the truth of the matter is three all-stars from one team is rare you gotta three win stars from one you gotta win what's that you gotta be winning right a lot you gotta right. win a lot right so there we go. All right. Now it's I, we're bringing him back, baby. Haven't heard him for a while. Fiend is back with no look pass. <laughs> Watch your heads. Um, <laughs> so who plays more meaningful minutes this season? Shaden Sharp or Jabari Walker? Oh. Ooh. You want to go first? Man, I'll go first because that to me that it's is no, tough. To I, me, it's no doubt. I think it's no doubt sharp because they're gonna have they're gonna yes. <clears throat> get him out on the court first. I think I think Jambari though might earn more minutes, but be blocked by a lot of guys. Whereas Sharp's gonna be blocked by a lot of guys, but they're gonna try and get him out there. So I'm just gonna go sharp, but I could totally see Jabari winning that. Did you see like he came in against the Clippers and just Looks smooth, under control. Again, so the Clippers backups of the guys who aren't going to be on the team. But uh, he just, again, it's just like Summer League. Like, he just looks like he knows what he's doing. A smart, heady player who makes the right plays. Uh, but I just don't see him getting a ton of minutes, whereas I think Sharp, they're going to try and get him out there at least a little bit. So I'm going to go Sharp. Yeah, I think there's a there's an injury a, a injury path for Walker to get minutes. There just is because it's there aren't a lot of front court players on – on the Blazers. Uh, but I, you know, you pick a guy seventh overall and you pick a guy in the second round, who are you going to try to get minutes, right? Um, where are you invested? So there is a, Oh crap. We need him path for Walker. But if everything aligns and things are going smoothly, then I don't, I don't see it. And to me, it's, they'll try to find a path for sharp to get minutes. And there's a reason why it was a seventh overall pick, right? It's not like, uh, and talent's going to be there. Um, I think, yeah, I, again, I won't be shocked if at the end of the year, Walker's getting minutes because they had two injuries to, you know, to, to big men and they got no one else to play and hopefully he's all right. But I also have not seen him play against real NBA talent. So as smooth as he's looked in summer league and as smooth as he's looked in the game, I didn't see against the Clippers. Uh, what I saw on Tuesday was nothing. And, you know, to me, there's a chance that if injuries happen, they go get a vet to play, not Walker, because I have no idea if he could play with the real NBA players. But that's a good start to the season theme. That that made us both at least go, huh, yeah. he thought of something like he was thinking. So we're <laughs> off to a nice little start in the preseason. We thought you were just a pretty Killing face theme. We didn't realize you had brain <laughs> It's I know it's a, it's a shock to one and all. <laughs> I'm just saying, new sponsor, new logo. Fentress comes in hot with his uh, factor Fentress. That's not completely ridiculous. <laughs> Dean comes through with a thought, with a thoughtful no look pass. I mean, come on, this team's coming together as we hit the, as we hit, you know, the, our, our speed headed into the, you know, regular season. <laughs> Love it. Love it. 
All right, so the Blazers have uh, Sacramento on Sunday and then the Warriors on Tuesday, and then they're off until the season opener the 19th at Sacramento. I will be at that game, but we will be back with another podcast next week, right, to talk about the Sacramento and Golden State game. Uh, anything else you want to uh, add here, Craig, before we sign off? Good luck at Zoom Care. I'm glad you're getting, getting yourself flu prepared for the flu, the flu season, That's baby. Right. Yeah, it's pretty rapid right now, isn't it? I don't know. I'm healthy. I'm going to be traveling. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. If you like the pod, which you should, please leave a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend as well. We want to thank ZoomCare as always. Uh, and uh, we'll be back. Oh, hit the subscribe button. You can't forget that. And we'll be back next week after the Blazers play Sacramento and Golden State.